Welcome to the UNSW Times podcast. Please like and share if you enjoy the show. Bitches. Unsubby Times podcast. I meant to say that. I'm Henry. I'm Fahad Mentor. Yep, Henry Zhu. That's for the ZHU. This is the podcast and the first one. All right, well, we're drinking Asahi Sakai. I- I'm not it's... drinking anything alcoholic, Mum. Oh my god, <laughs> really? I'm drinking an apple juice. Yes. Uh. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, so first podcast, we're doing a Q&A. See how well this does. I mean, before we do that, my biggest question is, how are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I just, had a, I just had a very nice coffee. Oh, who made it for you? Uh, this guy called Henry Zhu. You oh might, have heard, might have heard of him. He runs oh. UNSW Times. But he's very handsome and very, very charming, ladies. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. We have questions. Yeah. Uh, Let's start. Alright, so the first question, we'll start with Instagram ones. Uh, for, uh, the first one's from Lila. Thoughts on UNSW cutting 500 jobs and combining the faculties? What a fun question to start with. <laughs> real, 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 what are your thoughts? A real zany question. Um, I don't want to get political. <laughs> no, I mean, Man, just, just tell us what you think. Uh, fun fact, I actually don't study at UNSW. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, Henry's, Henry's graduated. I'm, I got a usage. We're the two admins who were free to do this. Everyone else has a day job. <laughs> but got Yeah, way to answer the question, fuckhead. <laughs> okay, Thoughts go- on USB cutting 500 jobs and cutting the faculties. Bruh, I, 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 I won't lie, I won't lie. I totally forgot what the question was. Uh, anyway, they, man, cutting jobs, that kind of sucks. <laughs> it was kind of bad. Hang in there, guys. Oh my god. god. Couldn't couldn't be you, Sid. You are such a fuckwit. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What, what do you What do you think? I, I reckon UNSW would have cut the 500 jobs and merged the faculties eventually down the line in like five years' time. I reckon they would have done that anyway, but the coronavirus just sped it up. That's my theory. I feel like UNSW is run more like a, a corporation than an actual uni. They're trying to streamline everything. <laughs> like, basically. Make it just a business. I'm not a business man, I'm a business man. <laughs> Alright, we'll come to that. I reckon it would have happened eventually anyway because of how UNSW runs themselves now. I think whenever something like really shitty happens at UNSW, a part of me is like, I'm so glad I left back in like 2017. And then I also think next, my next order is like, oh, this will make a good article in some way. <laughs> I'm just a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hang in there, guys. <laughs> Trimesters. Oh, God. I, I, I don't really like the way UNSW does big decisions. Like, they don't really consult people. Like, I remember with the trimesters, when they were doing it, they were, like, sending out surveys, and it was like, all right, if you're going to do it, at least, like, listen to what the faculty and people have to say, and then UNSW just did none of that shit. At least that was how it seemed like when I was still going there, and, like, they changed the trimesters. At least they didn't substantially take a lot of feedback from staff and students and they just sort of rushed it in. 
I think like Uniswap has never been like very transparent with their bigger decisions. Like with the coronavirus thing as well, like the student got got coronavirus and then the update was, oh yeah, but keep going. Like the, <laughs> keep going to class. Yeah, yeah, keep going to class. Like, the student's not um he's it's not contagious. And you're like what? <laughs> That's that was. You clearly just don't want to shut down the uni because it's going to cost you a lot of money and you're not putting the students' welfare at the front or yeah. the staff. You know, this is like a continuation of that. Yeah, like I said, man, it's just it's. It's not like a corporation, but even like even workplaces shut down. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the unis were kept open. That another thing that I was I was thinking about earlier was like, uh, university doesn't feel like a uni. Like a lot of my friends, it's like you know we go to uni, go to class, go home. That's it. Just like don't talk to anyone. They're just like oh, talk to like old friends, but then just go home. Is that what it's like? At UCI, like this is different. Hell no! Hell no! UCI is like a way more social, and like yeah. it actually feels like a university. UNSW just feels like high school 2.0. Yeah, I was saw so, UNSW yeah, so as like a you don't have a social life unless you do societies kind of thing or like a like programs. That's what sort of UNSW is about. Yeah, you got to do like yellow shirts or yeah, review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only weird people do that. S- stuff, am I right? Join more. Join more. Shit posting. Yeah, I did. I did find UNSW to be like a little bit. I think especially with like commerce classes. I think with arts classes, they were a little bit. Uh, chill, like you could see people like hanging out after class and stuff like that. Whereas with commerce, it's really just you just talk to the people you're doing the group. Assignments Go to the with. business, and they're all they're usually like international students. No, it's not. It's not that. No, hate on international students. Like, <laughs> no, we we need you. you we need miss you. Uh, I think it's more like maybe it's because with like art class, you also have to do like discussions in class and stuff like that, or watch films together and discuss them. So there's a bit of like rapport being built within class, so it'll be easier to just have something to talk about with people after class as well. Whereas with, if you're doing like an accounting class, what the fuck are you talking about? Checks and balances? <laughs> no? Is <laughs> this like... Debit it's, credit? It's like really hard to make. I'd say like with arts classes, like the conversations are the icebreakers. Whereas with, you know, like a commerce class, you can only do the icebreaker in like the first 10 minutes of your first tutorial and that's it for commerce classes. Everything else is just straight up just... Weird. Yeah, like... It just feels like a high school class. Anyway, I feel like we went on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Let's go to the uh, next question. Our next, our next question is from Rebecca. She said, what keeps you up at night? You take that one. My thoughts. <laughs> Mostly, I, I, I'm quite an anxious sleeper. I have, I have a lot of sleep issues, but that's, uh, that's not related to the university times. Um, what keeps me up at night? Climate change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Racism. Uh, no, for real though, like, we both like to stay up pretty late. Oh yeah, we sent, we sent you to each other at like 5am. 5am, and then we wake up at like 3pm, like, right now it's like 4pm, like, I just got up like an hour ago. Yeah, just for clarification, we are actually friends outside of UNSW times, which is why we're so mean to each other, or why well, I'm so mean to you. Hey, I'm mean to you as well. Yeah, I'm a, we're allowed to shit talk each other, this isn't, we're not... Off, off camera. Yeah, it's not like... <laughs> This isn't like passive aggressive, like <laughs> shitting on each other because we actually hate each other, hate each other deep down. It's just, it's just a, it's just banter, as as the, the college kids like to call it. <laughs> I just, when I wake, stay up night. I'm usually just like on group call with my friends and then like right playing Grand Theft Auto until like I fall asleep. Yeah, I do, I've been trying to not do that because like apparently if you look at a screen before you go to sleep, it's like really bad for you. So I've been like trying to read. Though. Said who? Doctors? Yes. Alright, fair enough. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> How 
how to write a heartfelt, meaningful apology. This one comes from Rahul. Rahul. Good question, Rahul. Uh, obviously a reference to the big McDonald. I thought it was a reference to Jeffrey Epstein, but... Did he apologise? <laughs> I think he did. I think, uh, I think he's, he's very sorry for what he's done. I don't think... I honestly don't think he was. At least he would be if he was still alive. Oh, God. Yeah, no, nah, I, 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 oh, I don't terrible. think he was very apologetic. He was like, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... Writing a heartfelt apology. Listen. You gotta mean it. If you don't mean it, if you're not actually sorry, just don't apologise. Just, just double down. <laughs> I don't... Okay, in the case of a certain... A certain UNSW counselor candidate. You can't just be like, nah, I wasn't racist. No, it wasn't racist, but just say it was a joke. And like like Nah man, there's no way there's no way she could have doubled down. Come on. As if as if you would double down. If you got caught. Well, like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just say I would have done I would have done a better apology. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't that's have, a low fucking bar, dude. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it in the first place. But like, oh, okay. Let's let's not go there. No, like, <laughs> because the next question is: the USW Times writers, please release your private Snapchats and Facebook posts for the last five years. Before we move on to that, before we move on to that, we have a right to know if you've said anything offensive. Would be great for the lols. Before before we move on to that. Writing a heartfelt what do you think? What would you have done if you were caught here? Yeah. I reckon I would have withdrawn immediately and said that this is a I want to learn and be better and uh, have like an actual dialogue with people who have called you out and try to understand uh, how to improve as a person because like that's the thing right like the reason uh, shame exists as an emotion and guilt exists as an emotion is because it's your conscious telling you that what you did was wrong, right? Yeah. I don't think she thought she was wrong, which is why she didn't have an actual apology. Yeah. Yeah, because apologizing is an expression of remorse and guilt. I don't think she had that. I feel like another thing that, like, if you're gonna be offensive, like, at least be funny. A lot of us stuff was just not funny. It was just not funny. It was just blatantly just like. There's no, no subtlety about it. Yeah, and, and it's so hard because racism is usually so funny as well. Like, racism is like, racist humour is my favourite type of thing. I just love shitting on the, on the race. I, that was ironic, by the way. Please don't. Oh, we're not me. white. We're not white, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just mean the apology. Like, that's all you're going to do. You can't really mean it if she doesn't feel it, though. Like, you just know that she, she'd realise she didn't do anything. On the topic of, um, Claudia, did you see that they uh, made a post? Is that she, her, her is parents that, made a posting. A, yeah, I don't... Oh, God. Honestly, like... To clear her reputation. The world is so ridiculous. Like, obviously that seems very implausible. But then also, this week, Donald Trump was like, oh, America has the lowest mortality rates of coronavirus. Like, the world has become so... It's become so uh, disconnected from what I thought reality would be when I was... Even in, like, 2015, this is not what I thought 2020 would be. 
Oh yeah, that was so weird because like he brought out like he was like, yeah, we have the lost mortality rate. Can you bring out that sheet? And then yeah, the sheet. Exactly. And then, yeah, we have the lost mortality rate. <laughs> <laughs> what like, the fuck was that? <laughs> just everything seems so implausible now that I don't even know what's real anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, twenty 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 just doesn't, doesn't feel real. Yeah. Honestly, the job posting doesn't seem real to me at all. But also, if it was real, like it's not even like the top twenty most. <laughs> implausible things that have happened like this month what I'm thinking of is like okay so Claudius goes to uni next year um she goes to USW goes to a law class and they're doing the icebreakers right but then like they go around and say oh so what's your name it's like I'm Claudia and then the people in our group are like oh Claudia McDonald and then she's like yeah and they're all just gonna move to a different table like she's got like five years left of uni she's never gonna live this down she can always move or yeah, but I feel like even if she moved to like Euston, like even everyone in Euston knows what's going on. Yeah. She would have to move to like Melbourne. <laughs> even in Melbourne, they would never know about it. I feel like things move so fast now, and I think because of the backlash she's received, I reckon she will also gain a lot of like sympathizers. Yeah, or, young liberals. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, just people who would be like, I don't know, they'd feel bad for her, or like they'd be like ideologically aligned with that and be like oh you were you were the victim the whole time and then, be, and then she'll have her own little you know um what's that word echo chamber yeah but maybe like she moved to like <laughs> Queensland yeah anyway next question uh how to not be racist I don't know listen to logic kind of <laughs> like not I mean the rapper logic <laughs> yeah 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 sure <laughs> I don't know uh didn't Macklemore do a song about racism? <laughs> yeah, I, I used to I used to be racist until I heard to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> and now I've I just haven't had a single racist thought since twenty fifteen. The first time the first time I heard Alright by Kendrick Lamar, that was that was the last time I ever had a racist thought. <laughs> I don't I just don't see colour anymore. Like <laughs> how did not be racist? Just don't do it. It's, is it like a learned behavior? If you want a genuine answer, I think prejudice is like something that you have, like just as a human, you're, you, you always have biases and you're raised on biases since you're a kid, right? And I, I, I've grown up in quite a few environments that are prejudiced against uh, not only colored people, but also LGBTQ people. And even though I don't want to be racist or prejudiced, I still sometimes have thoughts or um, feelings that stem from my cultural upbringing. And then I sort of become aware of that. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's not healthy. And I try to sort of, I sort of go out of my way to try and learn about the history of, you know, racial oppression, LGBT oppression. Like I'm not, I'm not LGBT, but like I still want to learn about how the system has been set up to fuck over people. And like how that sort of uh, manifests into like personal attitudes. I think one of the biggest issues at the moment is willful ignorance. Like, people don't want to learn or correct themselves because they don't want to seem like someone who has a wrong opinion. I think it's just important to be, like, open to the fact that you you can have views that are, like, problematic and say, I want to change these instead of getting defensive about it because someone's called you out. Yes. I feel, like, I feel like at one point we've all been, like, a little bit racist. Everyone's been, like, a little bit racist. Everyone's been prejudiced. Everyone, Everyone is prejudiced. You know what I mean? And like, just because you had you had a way of thinking, it's always 
okay to like change your opinion you know it's always okay to change your way of thinking you know you know just because you thought some way like in like 2011 it doesn't mean you have to always think that same way like what? um i remember like you know uh, like angry boys that tv show got pulled oh off my God. abc and people were like oh how can it be racist i loved watching him when i was in uh year seven like how can it be racist and it's like just because you enjoyed it once doesn't mean like just because you thought something was okay once doesn't mean you have to always think it's okay like you know people change over time like something that was okay in like the 19 like hundreds doesn't have to be like okay now things change people change yeah i think one of the things that uh people talk to me about after we posted all that uh claudia stuff was that we were being too harsh on her or like people on the facebook group being too harsh on her and I can see that in certain parts of, like, Twitter, like, the, the cancelling stuff. I don't know, Johnny Depp at the moment, he's like... What did he do? So, at the start, a lot of people were, like, shitting on him because they said that uh, he was abusing Amber Heard. And then everyone sort of was like, yeah, why isn't Johnny Depp cancelled yet? And, like, they sort of... Everyone got, like, super shitty about him. But now new evidence has come out and it's been like, oh, yeah, Amber Heard was actually, like, manipulating... Johnny Depp and like now he's suing her for defamation and a lot of people are now like changing their mind about Johnny Depp because of how she treated him and like gaslit him and also the the public so like I don't know I do, I do think it is an issue though I was talking to Adam the guy the, the founder of you know sort of times about like cancel culture and stuff and I do see like that can be an issue like people are super reactive about Obviously, with Johnny Depp, it's different, but, like, you can see sometimes people on Twitter just having, like, an opinion that people don't agree about and just get super heated. I'm against cancel culture, but, like, at the same time, if you say some dumb shit, we're allowed to make fun of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you say something, like, stupid and offensive, like, we, we have that right to just, like, make fun of you and, like, tell people. Like, you can just, like, you know, show people that you've been saying this stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what we did for you and so many times, and it's... Like, if you say something, like, dumb in private, like, don't get offended when, like, that shit becomes public. Yeah. You, you're confident enough to say it privately. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the free speech thing that everyone's on about, right? Like, you're free to say what you want, but then everyone else is free to respond to that, and we're just exercising our free speech as much as Chloe was. They'll say, like, really offensive stuff, like, behind closed doors. They completely change up out of the open. Yeah, I mean, that's... That was, um... That's, just good. that's what Get Out was about, right? Like, liberal people knowing how to behave better to mask their um, prejudices and um, exploitation of other people, but uh, deep down, they're still exploiting other people and they're just using nicer language to mask them. I feel like those people are even more dangerous than, like, the people who are, like openly racist like because like with the openly racist people like you know donald trump like you know what you're getting you, you're getting racism you know but like the people who are like all oh, right there's more there's more dangerous people than donald trump at the moment i'm saying this <laughs> it's more dangerous to be like act like you're not racist like out in public than you're like super racist in private to you they're gonna be like oh like super open and accepting and then as soon as like they're in private they're just like yelling out the n-word <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't think people just randomly yell the n-word <laughs> bro you don't know bro my mom just always says the n-word if i'm inviting like dark skin friends over is yeah. like, oh you inviting your n-word oh half n-word hard half friends yeah. <laughs> like yes they're, they're coming <laughs> oh, dude. being being asian so weird because like you experience racism but you also like 
experience racism towards other people like so much more than like if you're white you know what I mean like because yeah. Asian cultures are just so transparently racist like we just don't give a fuck <laughs> uh, next question anyway next question deodorant reviews slash recommendations for the engineers of course from Yom for the, for the Indian international engineers I bet those are your words not mine for the record I'm, I'm, I'm Indian so. he's lying I am, I am. I'm brown skin. No, Fahd is a white man. He, he's, he's doing brown face at the moment. Look how hairy I am, bro. Just look at that. Yeah, so sort of Steve Carell and 40-year-old virgin, bro. Alright. Deodorant. Alright, just... I'm, I'm a bit of a um, David Beckham. Really? Uh, I'm a bit of a David Beckham guy myself, yeah. I like something like, you know, a bit bougie. A little bit bougie. I, I think I have the David Beckham one as well. Like, Wait, I was gonna say bring him out. I was just, I was say just bring him out. I, I could. Oh, uh, okay, just bring him out. Just bring him out. Bring him out. Right. Okay, so just some context. I'm also a piano teacher, and basically my taste in perfumes is completely determined by whatever mums buy me for Christmas, and their tastes are completely determined by what's on special at my Boxing Day sales. If your students are buying you like uh, perfume, they might, they might be dropping hints. <laughs> no, my students aren't. My, their, their mums are because they don't know what else to get me. Alright, we've got Euphoria for men. I put yeah. one in here. This is the Cloud Klein one. Let it me, smells very sweet. Let me get, let me, oh, yeah. Yeah. That oh, one's like a very. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's a very nice. It's a pleasant smell. It, it is sweet. This is. I, I believe this is the David Beckham one. Is this, do you David, use this? I use the David Beckham like. Uh, I think it's called Instinct, like the actual deodorant. Yeah, this one's more of a clone. This one's very strong. It, it smells like whiskey. Alright, what's, what's it called? Intimate. In- intimately. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, that's a weird gift for someone's mom's Yeah, that's a weird thing. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Yeah. I like it more than the um, Euphoria. Sure. So. That's probably why I was on special, though. Because uh, it smelled so... Just don't wear Lynx. Like, I think... I feel like Lynx is fine if you're not going on a date. Like, if you just got to... If you, like, just came back from, like, the gym or something and you don't want to smell like ass for, like, work or something. Oh, wow, that's hella nice. I might get this. I, I'm a hairy person, so I like... I feel like, um... Fight has zero hairs, by the way. He's, he's just <laughs> pretending to be hairy. If, if you're brown and, like, you've got, you're super hairy, like, I reckon you got to, um... you got to double up. you got to get that antiperspirant as well. Like, you just got to spray that. I, shit, like... I heard that antiperspirant isn't actually good for your body. Oh yeah, yeah, I know it's like, uh, you're not meant to like, douse yourself in it. I like, why I like to, I just yeah. like, do like a mist and just walk through it. I, I think I just want to avoid it altogether. But yeah, yeah um, antiperspirant, David Beckham, deodorant, cologne, I like to do all three. Interesting. If I'm going out, I like to do all three. I sometimes just forget to use it because I don't really, maybe if it's like a, if it's a date then I'm like, oh, I might as well. But usually when I'm going out, I'm just like, who's going to smell me? <laughs> the fucking bouncer? <laughs> is that ID? How many sprays is too much, do you reckon? I guess it depends on whether you want someone to smell your cologne. Uh, I like to do three. Right, I just go with two. I'm this like, is, this is more specific than I <laughs> imagined it would be. Uh, I guess, yeah, just David Beckham, Playboy, that sort of shit. Just don't do links. Next question. Okay. Veronica says, do you think they're looking for special guests? And then tagged <laughs> her friend Miranda. <laughs> Miranda, is she hot? Alright, we're editing that out. <laughs> Wait, I actually, I want to know. Um, 
I mean, message the page. Yeah, message the page. If you have any questions for like next week, uh, message the page. We should probably put this in the beginning of the podcast for someone who like doesn't get pulled mm. to the end. Um, okay. How about this? If you want to guess on our podcast, uh, come with an angle. Don't just be like, oh, I just want to hang out with the you know, so <laughs> if you If you have like an area of expertise that you think would be interesting to be interviewed about, then come forward and then we'll see whether... Uh... We'll see how well this does. If you've got a topic, if you've got a question, like message yeah. us. Uh, if you want to discuss a topic with us, we'll come through. Course in, dial us up. <laughs> yeah. Is there any more questions? One more from Zahan. Zahan. Would like to understand, how are you not a copycat of the Batuta Advocate? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, thank you for the question, Zahan. Is it Zahan? It's, I think it's pronounced Zahan. Zahan. Yeah. Um... Don't. This, this is going to be ironic. Sure. The, 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 the fuckingness. The fuckingness around. Nah, I think this guy's legit. Okay. Let, let's, let's answer this question seriously. Let's, 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 okay. let's give the audience the respect they deserve. In a way, isn't like all modern music just a copy of like the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Beethoven or Bach. The Beatles. I mean, like, that's a classic. I'm saying like, isn't all modern music just a copy of like Chuck Be Good? <laughs> Whatever his name is, the yeah. one Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, what's it? Johnny B. Good. Johnny B. Good. Um, this, is, this is very. I've got, got news for you. Um, Zahan. The Batuta actually copied The Onion. <laughs> copied The Chaser? Oh, The Chaser, and then The Chaser copied uh, Hard Times, and The Hard Times copied The Onion. I think <laughs> what he's trying to imply is that we're like an inferior version of the Batuta advocate. I think that's what he's trying to imply, okay. and he's trying to like make us. Look, you know. Zaham, you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Zaham, if, you, if, you, if you're interested, uh, we would love to have you as a guest on our podcast next episode, where we can have an in-depth discussion with you uh, about... Comedy. Comedy, yeah. Um, we, yeah, we would love to... Uh, if, you, if you want to hit us up, um, my, my Snapchat is KanyeEast886. Uh, I would also be able to supply you with some of my private Snapchats in case you want to screenshot it and dox me in the future. <laughs> Who do you reckon his favourite stand-up comedian is? Gabriel Iglesias. Kevin Hart. <laughs> God. Oh, I don't fucking know. Um, well, that's that's it for the Q&A session. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Is it okay to be friends with someone from UTS? <laughs> oh, damn, bro! You know this family photo. All right, this is this is getting way too personal. <laughs> Do not ask me about my family history. Wait, you know, in the family photo. Not in front of my UNSW Times fans, Fard. <laughs> okay. The people don't want to know about my life. They just they just want the comedy. Okay. <laughs> the comedy. <laughs> so, is it okay to be friends with someone from UTS? Are you friends with anyone who went to UTS? A couple of high school mates went to UTS. <laughs> oh, the girl who was ducks at my school, she went to UTS to do like a fashion course and now she was like a fashion designer, so... Bro, she was ducks and she went to UTS? That's fucked up. <laughs> but UTS has like good practical courses. I, I wish that I did media at UTS sometimes.
they, they actually have some good stuff. Have you, so have you ever said the N-word? Like in Mandarin Chinese, we say, when we say uh, this or that, we say nega. <gasps> you know so many times exposed. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, and then when we say we want to buy this, we say, uh, we are my nigga. <laughs> I think like there's quite a, there's a Korean, um, really? Korean or Japanese, like they also say like something similar. It sounds very similar to... They're going to edit this out of context and be like... <laughs> nah, man. But like, it's... it's it, there has been memes made out of it. Like you'll see, like if you watch like any Chinese videos, like Chinese music, there'll, there'll be just people oh, <laughs> commenting on, on the session being like, "Hold up, zero thirty-eight. What? What did that guy say?" <laughs> I've got, I've got a question, right? Are brown people allowed to say the N word? I feel, I feel underqualified to answer that question. Like, I think um because this thing, right? Um, brown people like in. Australia, like, I think they think that they're black. Because, like, they're just like, oh, look, they're dark skin, I'm dark skin. Uh, I grew up in Western Sydney, a bit of a rough area. Close as you're going to get to Compton. <laughs> and they just think, like, yeah, I can say the N-word, no problem. But, like, they don't get that they're not... I think a lot of them just don't get that they're not black. Yeah, I guess a lot of the things, like... I don't want to speak on behalf of the Indian community or whatever the fuck, but... Um, isn't colorism like a huge issue? Oh, for sure. It's like there's like that fetish towards the lighter skinned people and the dark skinned people are like looked down upon, and maybe that might might have been a reflection of like the Commonwealth taking over India for like quite a while. And Colonialism. Those, yeah, and those things sort of still being there, but just because you experience racism doesn't make you exempt from being racist, you know? Yes, exactly. Like. Anyone can be racist. You don't have to be, like, white to be racist. Yeah. And I feel like if, you say, if you're brown and you say the N-word, it's not, like, it's not cancel-worthy, but, like, it's just kind of cringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're, pre- you're pretending... To, it's more like if white people, like, are weebs, and, like, they pretend to be Japanese. If, I feel like that's, like, the brown version of that. Nah, man. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's very similar. Uh, like, when they pretend to be a race that they're not, and they're like, yeah... <sighs> I listened to a couple of Kendrick songs. I know what I'm, I know what I'm about. <laughs> That's just like a lot of people that I know who are like that. Yeah. You want to talk about like creative process? How we come up with ideas and stuff like okay, that? Let's talk about, okay, let's talk about how we come up with ideas. Uh, we have a group chat of about like, what, seven, eight people? Uh-huh. We just always, we just bounce with ideas. If something like goes well, if something people like in the, is in the group chat, we're like, alright, let's get a photo for this. Yeah, we sort of just like frequent, um, you know, somebody's discussion group and general news and stuff, and just see like how we can make an angle out of this. Uh, I, I've been I've been writing for Unisobi you know, Times for like almost four years now. Four years. So I'm like twenty seventeen, uh, and then I took a six month break in twenty nineteen, because I think at the start it was like very easy to write Unisobi you know, Times articles because first of all you were fresh with ideas and just like. It was like my first time writing Saturday articles, so I was just like, yeah, I just have all these ideas coming to me, and it's great and whatever, but now it's 2020, and like, there's been like four years worth of Saturday articles, you can't just, I don't know, it's, it's very hard to come up with like, more general, uh, units of your related articles, because there's so many that's been done already. Yeah, like, I feel like, 
we need like bad stuff to happen to UNSW. It's in a weird way. We need more like bad things to happen for us to like come up with more content. Yeah, like, it is. Unfortunately, that's just the way it goes. Like, yeah, like most stuff has already been done. Like, cause we can't. We like to keep it specific to like um, UNSW and like maybe just Sydney and Australia. You know, we already have Batuta Advocate and Chaser doing stuff for Australia. So when we we try to keep it UNSW specific. And, like, there's only a limited amount of stuff we can write about. Yeah, you hear that, Zoran? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> but I think it's amazing how many articles we pump out in, like, a week. Like, I think we do, like, what, ten a week? Mm, I reckon, like, five. Depends on... It depends on the day. Like, I swear some days yeah. we do, like, three a day. It's, like, insane. I think, to be honest, like, coronavirus, when that hit... Um, it lot... really, like, kind of slowed oh, things down. Oh, it really killed up. Like, <laughs> no one's going to Nisabu. Yeah, not, not only that, but also, like, for me personally, I think a lot of the writers had, like, a depressive episode as well, where, because, like, we, you couldn't leave the house, you know what I mean? So you just had to be stuck in the house the whole time, like, I think everyone's brain was adjusting to that, but now, like, we've sort of gotten used to sort of just only being able to leave the house a little bit, or, like, we can't leave the house now, like, everyone's brain is kind of working normally again, does that make sense? Yep. But, like, yeah, when it first started out, like, I, I just stayed in bed for, like... <laughs> <laughs> like a whole month just vaping. <laughs> yeah, how, how have you been doing? Like, just doing during uh, COVID. What have you been doing? Me. What hobbies have you taken up? <laughs> I've taken up making espresso. That's a, that's a nice hobby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I get to, like, taste things and just be, you know. I've gotten super into, um, I know I've told you about this before, I've gotten super into online big two. Oh yeah, you have. You've invited me to a couple games as well. I'm like, bro, like, just get four people on for online. <laughs> it's such a weird game to be playing online, but like, it's so easy. Like, you know, like, I didn't really pick up any hobbies during COVID. Really, there's no, there's no pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. It's like you don't have to be a better person, or like you just like, do what you do whatever you want. Like, as long yeah. as you're like on top of your like shit. Yeah. You don't have to like. Oh, I'm starting cooking. <laughs> Are you? Are you attacking me? <laughs> no, no, no. You're like, very attack right now. No, no, no. Like, you can. It's yeah, good yeah. on you for cooking, but, like, you don't have to do that. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. As long as you're keeping busy, like... Alright, well, that was our uh, pilot episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed nice. it, give yeah. it a like. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you like our stuff, follow, follow our page. Uh, follow me, Henry Zoo, my, my personal comedy page. Oh, if this go on SoundCloud, can I spit some bars real quick? Yeah, yeah, I pull up with the thing. I let that shit bang. That's it.